This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. You can purchase a heart for one, two, or five dollars. The Give a Little Love campaign helps Ronald McDonald House charities provide a supportive home away from home for families with kids receiving medical care. The largest population of families staying at Ronald McDonald Houses in Springfield and Peoria are from Macon County. 100% of the proceeds will go to local Central Illinois families. More stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. A surge in hiring to start the year. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and the report just out this morning. There were 353,000 new jobs created last month, nearly twice the number forecast by economists. The unemployment rate remained the same at 3.7%. That's Fox's Ginny Casola. Later today, President Biden will be at Dover Air Force Base for the return of three American soldiers in flag-draped caskets. They were killed in the attack on a U.S. base in Jordan. A U.S. retaliation is coming, a multi-pronged response. Some Republicans want the U.S. to hit Iran directly. GOP Senator Kevin Kramer just Fox. The swiftness of the response is part of the projection of strength that we need, and it's already too late to do it swiftly. And the fact that they didn't already have targets in mind in case something like this happened so they could so that they could respond quickly. They still don't know yet for sure how many people were killed on a small plane radioed a mayday right after takeoff in Clearwater, Florida, then went down. Crashing into a home last night and then bursting into flames. We know that that home was completely destroyed. Three more nearby damaged by the fire. Thankfully, though, we are told by the fire chief here that inside those neighboring homes, those people were able to safely escape. Kelly Cowan with Fox 13 TV in Clearwater. The Senate may release details as soon as today of the bipartisan compromise being worked out on border security. Some Republicans oppose a deal with Democrats as they push to impeach the head of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, blaming him for record illegal immigration. House Speaker Mike Johnson tells Fox, Fox Business. Mayorkas is an unmitigated disaster as a cabinet secretary. I believe he's the worst in the history of the country. Spring is going to be sprung on us early this year, if you believe Groundhog. What this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. And because Punxsutawney Phil did not see a shadow in Pennsylvania this morning, we will not get six more weeks of winter. Other less famous groundhogs agree. Staten Island Chuck in New York, Buckeye Chuck in Ohio, and General Beauregard Lee in Georgia. America's listening to Fox News. If you have a bank account, pay attention. Your savings could be at risk. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress. This jeopardizes you and your family. But there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Gold. Safety. For uncertain times. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes and their families. Join me in donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The first 2024 primary the Democrats will recognize is tomorrow in South Carolina, the state they wanted to go first, which is why they ignored New Hampshire's results, awarding no delegates there. President Biden wasn't even on the ballot in New Hampshire, but he won anyway by write-in. President Biden won't be in South Carolina Saturday night for the primary. It's not a competitive contest for the incumbent. But speaking last weekend in the state at two churches, as well as at a formal dinner, the president thanked voters because four years ago after he came in fourth in Iowa and fifth in New Hampshire, he won South Carolina. You're the reason I am president. You're the reason. Kamala Harris is historic vice president. And you're the reason Donald Trump is a defeated former president. A new post-Monmouth poll finds former President Trump has 58% support among South Carolina Republican primary voters over Nikki Haley's 32% support. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. That primary for Republicans in South Carolina is February 24th. Now, if there's a Trump-Biden rematch this year, the president could lose Georgia, unlike in 2020. A new Fox News poll gives former President Trump an eight-point lead there. It also shows the two tied in another battleground state, Wisconsin. Now, an update on the investigation into three men's deaths found in the freezing cold last month after a Kansas City Chiefs game watch party. Fox 4 Kansas City reporting the toxicology report found several substances were found in the men's bloodstreams. 
Kansas City Police Department Captain Jacob Bacina telling Fox News Digital the families of the victims have been notified, but says details of the report are sealed for now. It has been speculated that drugs may have played a role in the men's deaths. As Fox's Sue Guzman, the host of the party, Jordan Willis, has checked himself into rehab. Again, we got a much better than expected jobs report this morning with nearly double the hiring that was expected on Wall Street. Stock futures are mixed ahead of the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Sure, it's not the easiest topic to discuss with your loved ones, but at Brentlinger and Earl, we can help guide you through the talk of a lifetime and pre-plan for the unexpected. It's a hard topic, but so very important. I'm Brian Mose, director here at Brentlinger and Earl. Pre-planning your funeral arrangements can help relieve the burden on your family during an already difficult time. It ensures that your wishes are carried out exactly as you want them to be and that your unique life and values are reflected. Just visit BrittlingerandEarl.com and find out more. Or call me directly at 217-875-1283. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. A little bit of fog and then partly sunny, high of 48. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 37 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. This look at your weather brought to you by Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. Angela from the YMCA. Jenny can have her block. Plus, we'll... uh, Visit with an artist and lawyer. Company starts now. Fires and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. I want to thank Hickory Point Bank, as always, for our streaming sponsorship. Uh, you can take us wherever you go. You don't have to choose, right? I mean, we're just going to be everywhere you are at your convenience. Uh, and happy to do that. Happy to be there for you, even if you're listening to this four days from now. That's how banks work, too. Need to be able to bank wherever you're at. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, we still have the front lobby. Yeah. If you want to talk to a teller. Bingo. Uh, you want to do it through your app, we're good to go. Any time of the day. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, we have a whole bunch to get to here today on an action-packed uh, Friday before we head into the weekend. A couple of big stories yesterday you can find on Nauticator.com, but uh, it was a great to uh, see a bunch of people out at the Earth Mover Credit Union for the uh, big announcement with the Community Foundation and uh, Earth Mover and this $1 million moving forward grant program. They handed out the first $50,000 to... Um, uh, Evelyn Hood uh, and uh, her uh, African American Cultural and Genealogical Society Museum, uh, which and she was so surprised, and, and that's great when you can, you know, have somebody arrive at something and keep it a secret, and they don't know, and then you get the genuine reaction. You know, how rare that is in life. Very rare. Yeah, I mean, just saying the obvious. Yeah, absolutely. When they inducted Kevin and Janelle Norman into the Hall of Fame, they told each other they were there to give it to each other. I, I mean, I so both of them thought, like Janelle thought she was there to give the award to Kevin, and Kevin thought he was there to give the award That's to so Janelle, awesome. and they were both then inducted. I love that story. That is good. So, Angela, how are you doing? Doing well. You? I'm good. Good. What, what was that look no, for? No, no, just asking. It's my follow up. Everybody, I feel like we've had a death in the family or something oh, this week. No. You know, everybody goes, "How you doing?" <laughs> in that nice, like, soft way. I got. I just got on the tail end of that conversation. So, fun fact is, I don't listen to music in the morning when I'm doing my workout. I put you on and I listen to you oh. while I'm doing my little workout before I get it. How inspiring is that? Oh, I for learned, your workout. I learned some stuff, and, but I, I came in on the tail end of yes. when uh, we were talking well, about Well, stuff by yesterday. the way, uh, uh, I did want to thank, i, I got to find it here, 
um, our, our new friends and uh, soon to be uh, new family. God, I, we got to do something about email. <laughs> just the sheer volume. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what you feel like I just got this like yesterday afternoon, and you got to go down 250 emails to find Holy it. Cow. Uh, I had to upgrade my my Gmail. I had to pay for a bigger amount. Why is that? Because I ran out of space. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yes, they were running uh, it, it, the News Gazette and the Champagne Multimedia Group, uh, which you know we explained to everybody what I guess Thursday was that just yesterday morning? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been a week. Uh, it really has. Anyway, they had a, a very nice display ad uh, through the News Gazette and their properties welcoming us to the family yesterday, and uh, they sent it over uh, just so that we would get a chance to uh, to take a look at it. Uh, and that was very nice of them, you know. Um, and, and there was a front-page headline uh, story uh, in the News Gazette yesterday, which was nice. Uh, yeah, no, we're good. Um, uh, so everything is um, – change is inevitable. And if you – sometimes people don't accept that. Oh, yeah. And, man, no, that's no. a hard life ahead. I mean, you you, you can't die on every hill. I, I mean, you, you just can't. And maybe when I was younger, I would have, like, gone back and told myself that, you know, mm-hmm. if I could. Uh, because you're just never going to – I mean, you're, you're literally just on every hill dying every day. <laughs> right. So – we welcome it. It's going to be a few months. Uh, that's the thing with uh, the government and, you know, all of that. When you have towers and that are licensed by the federal government, so it's not, you know, it's never just like, uh, here you go, we'll mm-hmm. pay you this price and here are the keys. Uh, so we'll have, uh, you know, a transitional yeah. time uh, here. But we're excited and uh, also excited. Uh, our new folks will be over next week to uh, to meet the, uh, all the staff and, and all that. So, no, it's all good. good. It's all good. Yeah. You know, you get a new board of directors all the time. Yep. Right. Yep. We rotate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of the uh, the same thing. Uh, all right. So uh, you're not an NASCAR fan. Not as much as I used to be. Okay. Now, yeah. what made you a fan? What, what? Why did you used to be a fan, and why are you not a fan as much today? I I just don't. There's not the rivalries that get me to watch uh, like there were like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, you know the Earnhardts and the Gordons and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, I was watching when Bobby Labonte was still racing, and that was awesome. I was at the inaugural Brickyard and went 10 straight years, and then it would just kind of was like, Ugh, Okay, now that. here's what I will tell you, because yeah. I haven't been paying attention either. I, yeah. I told Nick the story the other day. You know, we went to a, a, a NASCAR race in Vegas. Uh, as part of a promotion that we were doing with Jim Kimmons, who wanted to raise money for uh, his uh, daughter's school, you know, and it was part of the the mega raffle with St. Teresa, one of the uh, schools, and so he wanted us to go to a race to experience it because it just I had no idea, you know, I mean, cars turning left, going in a circle, mm-hmm. uh, and so we went, and that was the time when all of that was there, mm-hmm. right? And you knew the names even if you didn't know the sport. Correct. Right? Yes, it was very big. And so when I did that and I came back, I, for a while, I, I kind of paid attention just mm-hmm. because you had you felt like you had an entryway. And it was exciting mm-hmm. to be there in person. Oh, yeah. The noise, the gasoline yeah. smell, yeah, interesting, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, but then I drifted away. Mm-hmm. And so what I didn't realize is there are those rivalries. There's maybe even more. They're throwing punches like it's the 1990s uh, in NASCAR today. Logano and some of these other guys yeah. just don't give a damn about what anybody on the and track Bush, thinks. Bush. Huh? Bush brother. Uh, well, and but there are a couple of interesting storylines. So this, yeah. this dropped this week on Netflix, uh, and it literally is um, – what is it called? Full speed, NASCAR full speed. And it is really, really good. And, and I'm getting new narratives and new villains and new heroes oh, yeah. and a lot of Michael Jordan yeah. and, and all this stuff. And the characters. I didn't know who the watermelon man was. Do you? Either no. I saw a, a preview uh, of a guy on a top of a car, like he's clearly won the race, and he's just throwing a watermelon down on the track and smashing it everywhere. And I'm like, what is that? Huh. Obviously, I didn't see any of that attention. in Las Vegas. No. Uh, he's evidently like an eighth generation watermelon farmer who <laughs> is a NASCAR driver. And who's kind of crazy uh, on the course. I mean, he seems completely reasonable in real life mm-hmm. and likable. And the fans absolutely love him. His name's Ross Chastain. Uh, 
Oh yeah, and, yeah. and he's, he's fairly new. Yeah, but but he's really good. Mm-hmm. And these guys today, they don't, they're not buddy buddy at all. I, I I don't. I'm only three episodes into this, but they all seem to all hate each other. I'd say that's probably yeah. There there aren't a lot of team. Even if you're on the same team, you're well, not and, on the same team. And here's something <laughs> you're, I you're hadn't okay thought about either. The there's the, the there's that, and yeah. then there's the team, and then there's a car manufacturer team. Mm-hmm. So there was a meeting with Ford that had six or seven teams that are all completely different rivals saying, hey, we'd like to see a Ford car win. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you, you take those layers. I mean, it's not like any other sport, right? Right. And then you've got sponsorship, personal sponsorship, track sponsorship, league sponsorship, them trying to integrate entertainment. I mean, all of the different things, track deals, yeah, circuit deals, all all of it. Now, this playoff thing, I kind of like. I like you, that. You know, even, mm-hmm. And it's not like there's only four cars left mm-hmm. on. You know, everybody's still out there, but there's four cars competing to win. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts out at like 12 or whatever, and then they knock four off and knock four off and knock four off. took me a minute to kind of understand that, but I like that. It gave yeah, some urgency to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the characters, you know, here's the biggest thing you'll, from Drive to Survive to this, is the radio chatter. The radio chatter is still there. It just sounds way different in NASCAR than it does in F1. The words of the twang. All of that. that. There is a guy, Bubba Wallace, uh, who's one of the teams that Michael Jordan, right? Right. What is it called? Uh, 2311. Yeah. I think that was Denny Hamlin's mm-hmm. or has been Denny Hamlin's number. He's the last, I would say, kind of holdover I, from that, that era. And the Bush brothers, I would There's say. There's one Bush brother, well, at least that was in the, yeah. the running to, yeah. uh, have a part of the championship. Yeah. Kurt might be done. See, that's how long. See? <laughs> he could be done. I don't know. I think he, maybe if he's racing, it's not right. full time. So, and, and then Denny Hamlin owns two teams, but races for another team. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that when you're out there? Just got money going around the track for him. I'm just saying, you got like 26 <laughs> cars out there. There's, you're involved in like 13 of them. Right. Where do you prioritize? I guess you just get out there and you, you try to win. That's right. And then if you don't win, you hope part two wins or part three or part four. <laughs> uh, but Ross Chastain, uh, was a character, but Booty Barker might be even a bigger character. Mm. And that's Bubba's crew chief. And the conversations between those two on the radio, there's three people on the radio in a NASCAR race. There's a spotter that they've got up high that, that is taking in the whole view. There's the crew chief and there's the driver. So those are the only three voices you'll hear on the radio. Right. And Booty Barker. <laughs> That's great. The third uh, was a linebacker, a football linebacker in high school. In his senior year, he had a, a car accident that left him uh, uh, paralyzed from the waist down. So he's in a wheelchair, and, and, and I had to kind of look up what happened to find out in the wheelchair. But he is the funniest damn thing. I mean, okay, so we've got our Gunther right. in the series. Uh, just the conversations, the words – um, th- th- there's a one point they said, well, you said this, you know, at the race. And he goes, well, I guess I lied to you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Didn't I? <laughs> That's good. Like that. So it's hysterically funny. And Michael Jordan, who it looks so big now, right? What do yeah. you think he weighs? Is he 6'6"? Six, six? He's 6'6". Six, six. He was 235 when he was at playing He's weight. He's got to be close to 300. Yeah, at, at playing weight, he was 235. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's larger than life. And next to these drivers, they look like miniature human beings. <laughs> right. right? He's a big boy. They look like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, MJ's very, very tall. Yeah, but large now. I mean, yeah. like big man uh, coming through the paddock. Uh, so it's if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. It's highly entertaining. I, I would highly there recommend There is nothing it. else on, so and, I'll have And to look so that this up. watermelon guy, and Nick was familiar with the story, evidently did what they call the hail melon in a race last year where he was in 10th place. He needed to get to 6th or 5th to go on. And so he just drove his car, the right side of his car, into the wall and followed the wall all the way around into 5th place, destroying the car purposely. (laughs) And no one had ever seen anything like it. And then NASCAR made it illegal immediately afterwards. (laughs) So he'll be the only person to ever do that maneuver. That's That's a maneuver I used to employ on the regular in video games. 
because I <laughs> couldn't get down on the inside, couldn't keep my car in a straight line. The wall helped me out, <laughs> and I zoomed right by. Right. That, I mean, literally, that's what everybody said when it happened. It's like, hey, we know that move. That's funny. Uh, that is he absolutely did it in real fun. life. Yeah. But then what I really liked, and, and here's the human part. Here's where they get me. You know, that stuff's all great, and you expect the sporting part of it, right? Like at, at Talladega uh, in Alabama happens around Halloween. And so the drivers all get dressed up and take Halloween candy out to where the campers and stuff are. Oh, that's and awesome. Kids that's and cool. families, mm-hmm. right? Love that. So one of the uh, teams, like the, the race, the driver, his wife, and their kid are all Super Mario Brothers. I mean, full costume. You know, they got the big thing of candy and they're going out handing it out and then the uh the watermelon guy gets in a golf cart with whoever and goes all the way out because a guy has brought a watermelon car you, you know to the thing that's been and, and i mean literally they go all the way, i mean out into where all the parking is and all the camping is and spend like a half hour with this dude and get in his car with him and they take all the pictures <laughs> nascar always had that in my opinion right like they took care of their fan base I, I yes. would agree. And, and, you know, even things down to like, you know, owning a track like they used to making Speedway and being so accessible and giving opportunities to touch a car, shake a hand with the driver, get a picture. They are people that walk amongst people. As, as a general rule, and that's a that's big why appeal. the people love the watermelon yeah. farm. I mean, because it's like he's relatable. Everybody yep. on track hates him. <laughs> well, yeah, well and the and the pre race uh, pageantry is pretty. Incredible when you actually are at a race and see what they do prior. Yeah. And Indy's kind of followed suit with that, you know, introducing the driver. So you get you get a little bit more of that. Right. But it's the stuff you don't see when you're just watching yeah. the race. And I, mean, I think that's important. I that's your know culture. About that Halloween. Th- you would think that that'd be something that they'd be talking about. Well, that's that why they're doing this show. More. That's why I mean, they're that doing this show. Something that they've been talking about for decades. Yeah. The NFL does that really, really well during yes. games. They'll take yes. like a minute and go, mm-hmm. here's where they were, you know, scooping chicken or whatever or get delivering turkeys and yep. all of this different stuff and so you can kind of imagine them and and who the best they player, actually are really human, human beings they really do <laughs> yeah. a good job yeah. of doing that that's why yeah. they do this I'm, I'm telling NBA you NBA does well too it's but but this eight hours of this you know is selling your culture more than it yeah. is you know your racing uh, uh and then one last thing uh, do Indy uh, when they change tires do they do a side at a time or do they do all yes. four tires at once? They do a side at a time, I think. Yeah. I haven't watched that. That's Indian. a good question. That is a good question. It's been a question. while. Because in NASCAR, they do one side at a time. That's right. Which is weird after mm-hmm. watching F1, why in the world they wouldn't be shaving time off. I mean, I'm that's sure it's the question. rules, right? Yeah, it is definitely the rules. And, and it, you know, that's also the thing. NASCAR isn't about being the fastest car. They're all... To some degree, suppressed to be. Yeah, but they also talk about losing time with bad pit stops, just like they do anything else. Yeah, that and the steering wheel looks like a clown car. It's like this big. Oh yeah. (laughs) When you look in the car, it's way different. Look at the steering wheel. Well, it's way bigger than my steering wheel. It, well, yes. that's by design. It gives you more points on on the radius of the circle to be able to do. You can finer. Fi, it, the idea is that you have finer control. It, it looks funny <laughs> after watching all the other stuff. Yeah, because they have little joysticks or you know little <laughs> buttons, buttons and stuff in the in the Indy cars <laughs> or the F1 cars. All right, and, and then the final thing that I will mention, and they made a point of this, is the 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 season champion. You know, the end of the winter. The trophy is so big, it takes more than one person to hold it up. First place, yeah. sterling silver. It's beautiful. But it takes two, three people to hold it up. Oh, wow. Second place is this big. <laughs> and I'm holding my hands about 12 inches Coffee apart. mug size. It, it is like there has never in the history of sports of that has said uh, there's first place and everything else right? is a loser than the second place NASCAR trophy. That's hilarious. Hmm. I, I've never, never seen those. Mm-mm. Side by side, in that way. It's the wooden spoon from rugby. No one's showing it off. You That's why you it. don't see it. Oh, my God. All right. How's the life of Angela? Very well. Yeah? L- looking forward to the weekend. Are you doing some Illini thing today? Uh, no, I just uh, felt like wearing orange and blue. and. I like it. Yeah. 
sporting the uh, the ons. Got it all yeah. going on. I have two pair of orange ons, actually. I just, well, if you're an Illini I fan, like can you have enough orange? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, are you excited about the basketball team? I am. Okay. Yeah. Do you have uh, that buzz where, like, you're chaining Illini stuff together? Or are you still just tuning in every – you know what I mean? Is it a, con- continu- a continuous thing? Like, it, it, Yeah. And so <laughs> – we went over to uh, Champagne and actually watched the game with our kids at a restaurant. That's cool. Um, on Tuesday, you drove over to watch it in a restaurant. <laughs> I did. My husband was. Is, over is that a there. different feel than it's, a restaurant well, here? Well, my husband was Depends over there. Depends on which one. Yeah, he was. He was taking uh, his pesticide exam that he has to do every so many years and so he was over there so he took the kids out and he was like hey uh, gotcha. why don't you come over was it Wednesday it was Wednesday whatever day and I was like okay. So I went over and watched it, and I was like, I got to get home. I'm sleepy. And so I was like, ah, we got to watch that. So we watch replays, only if they win, of course. And it's a lot more enjoyable to watch when you know what the outcome is. Where do you watch the replays? At our house. I mean, you record it and then go back and watch it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. we got a pretty giant-sized television in our family room, so it's much better than going to any restaurant or bar to watch it. So you watch the restaurant and come home and watch it again. Again, yeah. Yeah. That's a true fan. Yeah. And uh, I'm just I'm happy to see uh, uh, Shannon back and playing uh, playing a little bit better, getting his groove back on. What's the potential for this team in your mind after watching a lot of Illini teams over the years? Um, I, I mean, what should the expectation level be realistically? I would love to see him in the Elite Eight. I mean, I really would. Yep. Tournaments, really tournaments, are, you just very, don't know what happens we, there. Yeah, we are a little bit, you know, that when Iowa was there, we were supposed to go all the way to the final four and lost in the first round. Yeah. It was horrible. I, I mean, that was that was probably the most dejection I have felt as an Illini fan. You weren't alone. Yeah, that was that was hard to How many years ago was swallow. that? Four? Ooh, more than that. Where is he now? Because he's a is bull. He, is he still with the Bulls? And I believe he's his third yeah. year. His third mm-hmm. year. Okay. All right. And, uh, yeah, he's getting a lot of playing time, doing really well. A lot of injuries up there. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that I think your prediction or my assessment is they feel like a team that if they play their best as an Elite Eight team. Mm-hmm. And get on a streak. And can get mm-hmm. on a streak. And if they get to the Sweet 16, Sweet 16 Elite Eight is where I think it should be almost a given they could get to. Uh, yes. That's what it feels like. And obviously they could lose in the first round. They I have mean, but, so much talent. And if they all are playing to their potential, it's. You don't know how far they could go. I think that's what uh, it, isn't that college team? football does okay, but I, I I think people love March Madness because it's it can be one and done. I mean, yeah. the, the, every game feels like it's you know you don't have to worry about this playoff thing and who's not in or in. You know, you got to go win. Yeah, it it is probably the biggest. Well, I think numerically by a lot of metrics, it's the biggest time of sports in the year. Granted, the Super Bowl is the bigger single day event. But there is no more wasted time at work productivity. There is no more vacation days used than, you know, a good chunk of March Madness. And uh, and I think you're right. You can tune into Hofstra, yeah. who, you know. And yeah. now that some of these Cinderella teams yeah. have actually done something, it even seems more plausible. Right. Yeah, and we always fill out a bracket as our family and kind of have our own little family who wins and who does the best. And, I mean, people, my kids are like, ah, ah, ah. It was a terrible round for me. <laughs> I, I, listen, the, the, the bracket thing is every is workplace fun. everywhere, right? And it's always the lady that likes the uniforms that ends up winning. You know, like yeah. no science whatsoever Absolutely. to any of it. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of methods. Who's got the cuter player? Who's got yeah. the best color uniform? Which animal would win in a fight? Which one has the highest ranking? I mean. I don't ever get it right, but. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. It is well, fun. because as a fan, you can't be it's realistic hard. about yeah. your own team. That's what screws well, up your bracket. Oh, unfortunately, yeah. I'm realistic about my team in years past. But this year is, uh, yeah, I've got some high hopes. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, don't don't. But you're saying it like just it's like I know I hate, what's going to happen. I just hate getting. I've got high hopes, but I, I don't know like they're going to be dashed. disappointed and and dejected. But I, I feel pretty good. They they've got a lot of talent, and it's fun to watch them run. It is fun. They are fast. Well, I mean, everybody. I mean, look. And, and I, I Ty know Rogers, my God. Fast is fun. Fast yeah. is fun. I mean, you know, when when the Lakers did that in the yeah. 19... I mean, you know, that, was, that was fun to watch. You didn't have to be a basketball expert to enjoy what that looked like. And our defense is 
Nobody wanted to be the Celtics. We have such a good defense. Slow and plotting. (laughs) Working down to the post. Yeah, Yeah. that's not fun. All right. We uh, have to take a break here for Bottom of the Hour Stories and News. Uh, Angela will stay with us here in about 15 minutes. We'll talk to Nick's friend, the artist, who's going to be at the Arts Council tonight for First Friday, and then you'll have a chance to go to the gallery and see it uh, beyond that as well. We'll tell you all about it on the other side of the break. You're listening to Buyers and Company. Don't go anywhere. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. Several locations of a fast food restaurant have closed in Illinois. Before the closings, Hardee's operated more than 100 restaurants around the state. Numerous locations, including in Decatur, Champaign, and Springfield, have shut down this week. A spokesperson confirmed the closings and thanked the communities for their patronage over the years. The Community Foundation of Macon County and Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union have announced a comprehensive $1 million grant funding collaboration called Moving Forward. Moving Forward includes four discrete Discretionary open call grant programs, places and neighborhoods awarding $100,000, Impact 200 with $200,000, Emergency Services Support with $100,000, and Community Works with $400,000. An additional 200 grand will benefit diversity, equity, and inclusion. To kick off the program, moving forward, awarded the African American Genealogical Society $50,000 to honor Black History Month. More at NowDecatur.com. I'm Therese Crowley. Texas taking border security into its own hands and illegal migrant crossings are dropping, while 70% of the migrants are now crossing in California and Arizona. As the Senate is about to reveal details of a negotiated border security package, GOP House Speaker Mike Johnson already wary. No idea who's come in, what, what terrorist cells are set up around our country, what they're plotting right now. On Fox Business, with concerns the package the White House wants would normalize migration at invasion levels. January began with a bang. The Labor Department jobs report. 353,000, far more than expected. And today at Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. And Punxsutawney Phil brings glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. And early spring is on its way. Your local groundhog may vary. America is listening to Fox News. We all want our young athletes to have a competitive advantage. If you think buying the newest, most expensive baseball bat or glove is going to give your kid the competitive edge, it's not. At Decatur Orthopedic Center, we know what matters is being an athlete, being faster, being stronger, and more explosive. If you are looking for the edge that's going to give your athlete their peak performance, look at the Athletic Performance Program at Decatur Orthopedic Center. Visit DecaturOrthopedicCenter.com or call 217-864-2665 for more information. Hey, to social engineering and leftist corporations, do they make you feel like we're kind of living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, my wireless company, they know the silent majority is fed up. And I'm calling on all of those Americans, stand with a company that champions your values. The average family is saving almost $1,000 a year. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Patchy fog before 9 a.m., otherwise partly sunny, high near 48. And then tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 50. Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 37 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.33. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. It's kind of sacrilege to say this, but this is my favorite version of this song with all due apologies to Marvin Gaye. Hmm. Heard it through the grapevine. Uh, the, the raisins did the other thing. It's just a <laughs> shame that that's what that's remembered for. Hardy's in the news today, too, yeah. Huh? Hardy's, yeah, over the, the hour, they've closed some Central Illinois stores. California Raisins was tied. Two Hardee's. Oh, so you're going to have to explain. You just jumped you into could, a place. And you could collect the little raisins at Hardee's, the uh, little figures with saxophone and the trumpet uh, and all that stuff. Well, way to take my uh, memory of a nostalgic thing and turn it into unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in Decatur. <laughs> Our Hardee's still going. All right. 
Uh, we're back here. Angela in the studios uh, with us here today, and uh, you can check up uh, on all of the uh, podcast if you miss any of the show. Uh, right after the show on notakidder.com, driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. We appreciate it. We will have a line I tickets to give away at the beginning of the week uh, next week, so you want to tune in, courtesy of uh, First Mid. That's one of the things that I'm very excited about mm-hmm. with our new venture is that we're going to be even, uh, I think, uh, able to do bigger and better and more things uh, with all things Illini. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Don't start calling for tickets yet. I don't know. No, no, uh, no. We'll see. Uh, but but uh, I, I'm, I think that is a no-brainer, right? Absolutely. It seemed to be, yeah. And, it's the home of the Illini. Well, well, yes. That's awesome. Uh, so that's a good thing. So if you could, um, if you will, uh, we're now into February. Yeah. By the way, there, this is a leap year. It is. There is a February 29th uh, on the calendar. That sort of freaked me out uh, uh, <laughs> because, well, no, I, I mean, I know how leap years work, but, but I, mean, but I got a, I got an invite to something on February 29th. I'm like, what? Yes, I do. Does that day even exist? <laughs> you had no idea what I was talking about. It's trying to be There's funny. No 29th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it just, it isn't something I keep track of. I, I, it's not like I go, oh, we're in a leap year. It's every four years, right? Yeah. yeah some people yeah. get a birthday every, every, every four years. Yeah. Well, that's great when you're 50, you're only like right. 25 or that's whatever. Right. So, uh, anyway, um, yes, the, the 29th of February, but we're here now. We're, we're a month into the new year. We we're officially into the second month. What are the trends you see with people in their pathways, their goals, their new year's resolutions? What does February one look like versus January 2nd? I'll tell you what, still looking pretty good yeah. for us at the, at the Y. Um, I, when I walked in, at 6.30 this morning, I was like, look at how many people on a Thursday are in our wellness center. And I was like, I, I like this trend. Uh, classes are jam-packed right now. Um, I I had every bike full yesterday. And, you know, we have our new Spin Fusion on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 5.30. Packed. Registration only. Waiting list. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we're seeing some new people coming into classes, so uh, love that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like maybe it's not New Year's resolution this year. It's more of a let's, let's do a, a lifestyle change. Right, but I think that is – I think the trends, you know, I don't even know if the kids today even know the phrase New Year's resolution. So, I mean, I think that some of our bad habits or things that we used to do that mm-hmm. were kind of like, I mean, no one's pinching you on St. Patrick's Day. People would like oh, go, yep, yep, lawsuit. Yep. <laughs> yep, but I still wear my green. Yeah, but, but in some ways, though, I mean, I think that's made yep. us better. It's like mm-hmm. we're not coming in with some unrealistic right. goal of like, oh, that's a New Year's resolution, whole new me. Yeah, I feel like the why we treat it as every day is a uh, a day to start your lifestyle change. Right. And, and so people are coming at it with different goals, I different so. intent. Yes, right. I think so. And um, I think just the welcoming atmosphere that we have makes a lot of people more comfortable coming in that front door. Right. Uh, and then once they get there, you feel like you have the wraparound support systems mm-hmm. to keep them feeling motivated. Yeah, I think we... Because uh, people need that at various levels. I mean, not everyone's the same. Absolutely. And I, I feel like we get better and better um, every year with that, you know, as as you see things change and and culture and trends, you just, you change with it. Okay. And I, I think like people still need, you know, as much technology as we have, and, and it's great. I, I mean, I think it, it opens up the possibility of doing things for people who maybe wouldn't be able to afford or mm-hmm. wouldn't be, I mm-hmm. mean, it's an equalizer. It is. But at the same time, it's, it, you know, the, the mental equivalent of ordering a piece of equipment that soon turns into something you hang clothes on. That human motivation is a big part of what makes people successful at the YMCA. Not only the staff, but mm-hmm. the, also the camaraderie of the people who work out at the same time you work out. Yeah. In fact, I just, I just had a member come up to me the other day and said, you know, I've been working out in the wellness center and just doing it on my own and then I found this group power class and group active and they were like it's so much better to do it in groups like yeah it's kind of their mantras Moses it's better it's better in groups it's a it's a it's a it's a good kind of peer pressure 
you see all different kinds of people and all different abilities and all different stages. But of they their, sort of hold you mm-hmm, accountable because yep. it's like, hey, haven't seen you for a while. Exactly. And it's like, oh, that stings. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, as an instructor, I'll be like, hey, welcome back. It's yeah. good to see you back. And, you know, they'll, they'll be like, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear about that, but I'm glad you're back. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, and people are like, yeah, I haven't seen so-and-so. I'm like, oh, well, somebody will say, well, I, on Facebook, this is what's going on, and they'll be back. And sure. it's just great. Yeah. Lindsay's back to the water aerobics. Oh, good. At six in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's funny because she's getting her butt kicked by like 65, 70-year-old ladies, I mean, literally, <laughs> uh, which I'm enjoying tremendously. <laughs> it's a short-lived thing because she'll get better. But she at will. the beginning, it's kind of like. And then we'll, we'll make her teach. Yeah. Uh, no, she's having a blast. Good. Uh, and so uh, you can do that early, early, early morning stuff before six work. After work, I, I know she's using the track quite a bit. Um, and so just get started. That's the most important thing. You know, that first step. That's the hardest thing. It is, but it's the that, most important it thing. It is. And once you get past that front door, it's much easier. We'll make you feel comfortable. Well, I think that's, we've talked about this before, but it bears repeating that, that you know, there are gyms that you go to that can be very intimidating because mm-hmm. the people that are there are well along in their journey and, and, and you're not. Uh, and so when you walk in there, do you see yourself? Do you see something you can relate to? Do you see somebody else beginning where you are? Mm-hmm. Probably not. You go to the why you're going to, I don't know who you are, no matter what you're, where you are in your journey, you're going to see people that look just like you. Yeah. And, and you know, we're a community yeah, more than a gym. I think, I mean, there's a lot of people that go there for the social aspect as well. Obviously, and uh, but you you find your own family within the Y community. Yep, no doubt about it. So, uh, folks, you can just stop by. What are the hours? I mean, I know you encourage walk-ins. Yes, we open at four thirty in the morning, Monday through Friday, um, eight o'clock on Saturday, and nine o'clock on Sunday. Okay, and what's the web address? Uh, DecaturYMCA.org. All right. You hang tight. Okay. And uh, when we get back on this other break, we're going to interview Nick's friend uh, who has how – did, how did you meet? My brother was an uh, intern at his law firm uh, many, many moons ago. Okay. Yeah. Now, ha- ha- do you know many lawyer artists – or artist lawyers? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I know one. One. Well, I, that's all <laughs> I you know. Need to know. One. Yeah. I, I just don't know. In the almost thirty years of doing this, I've ever used those two words back to back. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. He's smart. You know, and that, and so smart and creative. All right. Well, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to him uh, about tonight. And now, if you can't go tonight, it, the the art's going to be on display That's for right. the whole month, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly you'll right. get plenty of opportunities to go see it. Uh, Nick was kind enough to give me a book. Uh, I just, it was fascinating. To yeah. Me. I, I, I mean, as, as someone who fancies himself an amateur photographer, you know, I just look at things and see stuff, and people go, "What?" I, uh, that project he did, it, was it at Yellowstone? Yes. Ah, uh, that's unbelievable. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about what his work means and what all will be there and how you can participate in the uh, first Friday walk downtown. It's a lot of fun. The weather's going to be great. All right, we'll take a break. And uh, Eric Veith will join us on the other side. Stay tuned. presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Sliders Barn Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band, and they're ready to see you for an early show at Sliders Barn Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud Light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Sliders Barn Grill this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sliders Barn Grill, located on Route 36 East Indicator. Hey, to social engineering and leftist corporations, do they make you feel like we're kind of living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, my wireless company, they know the silent majority is fed up. And I'm calling on all of those Americans, stand with a company that champions your values. The average family is saving almost $1,000 a year. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecator.com. 
We're back here on a Friday. What a beautiful morning it is, right? Warmer temperatures, get a little sunshine after all the ice and crazy December weather, January weather. Uh, happy to have a nice night for a uh, Friday walk, uh, which is put together with what the uh, Gallery 510 and the Arts Council and others. Uh, so every first Friday of the month, they will have uh, events and activities. You can walk around. They'll have artists, and, and uh, it's always a lot of fun. It's it's a great way to mingle, uh, and I always like the fact that you get a chance generally to meet the artist and 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 talk about their work. In case you can't be there, we're going to do that for you. Uh, and it's our great pleasure to welcome Eric Veith uh, to the show. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It's good to have you on. I'm good, good to be on your show. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. You're going to be indicator tonight and, and we're going to get to the work here. I, I want to ask you the question I asked Nick. Uh, are there a lot of lawyers who happen to be artists or artists who happen to be lawyers? Uh, good question. I know some lawyers in theater. Um, I, I know lawyers have a lot of interests outside of law. A lot of them are, you know, really. Uh, absorbed by their work and they they just don't have a lot of expendable hours outside of the job but there are quite a few that want to do other things outside of the the profession um i i've always wanted to try to keep the hours under control so i can do something creative too to balance out the stress and strain of the the day job um but i do i do know some here and there okay uh so uh, how long have you been I, I, when did you know when did you first have an interest in photography how far back does this go well i think like a lot of us we we had little cameras when we grew up my my parents gave me a little i don't know if it was called a brownie camera and they had 12 one roll of film it had 12 exposures and they said use them wisely um because that's what you got, and it was expensive to develop film back then when I, I was raised in the 50s and 60s as a, as a kid. Um, it, I think the, the breakthrough came when my daughter went to a performing arts school. It's called Grand Center Arts Academy. Nick knows it well. Nick has been there to help educate the kids um, on art and uh, photography. And um, it's, a, it's a school with, as you can expect, dancing and art and theater. And I was a parent. I was a parent of a student. They had a website, um, and they needed to fill the website with images of the kids doing art. And I thought, hey, this would be fun. So this is back around 2010, and they actually hired me, and uh, I used the money to buy better and better equipment, took more and more classes. Okay, Nick, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna put him on hold and see if you can, uh, get him to call back in or clean that up. I, I apologize. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, it's interesting. And when we, if we get back with Eric, we'll ask him during COVID, um, he took what he called a sabbatical and went to Yellowstone Park. And I can totally relate because during COVID at the same time, we took a trip to Utah. Uh, there, there's something about that time and going back to sort of nature and, and, and the stuff that's so old that would have been around for the hundred year ago pandemic and the hundred years before that and the hundred years before that. There's something incredibly magical about, you know, going to these places. And, um, you know, I'd never been to, to that area of the world at all. Uh, and, and let alone, I mean, it never even would have been on my radar to go do that. But because of the pandemic, we found ourselves in a car driving to Utah. So did you, when you scheduled that vacation, did you know that pictures were going to be part of it? Like, is, did you go there? Yeah, because I don't go anywhere without the camera. Yeah. Uh, you have an expensive. Right. Yeah. And, and so Eric did the same thing, except with, with <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone. And, and Eric, we're going to try this again. I apologize. We had some sort of technical issue there. Um, uh, I was no just problem. just sharing with Angela that, that at the same time you went to Yellowstone, we took a trip to Utah for the very same reason. Uh, pandemic was underway. Everything was just life as we knew it was, you know, upside down. And there was something about taking that trip that was like good for the soul to go back to these these places that are just so old and so beautiful and so many stories but you took a trip to Yellowstone and, and did something that is just fascinating explain that to us well thank you for articulating that because that's exactly the feelings I had I wanted to get out I think a lot of us did we just thought we, we are cooped up and there's something about these national parks they're national treasures and so uh, I went with my daughter First time we'd ever been to Yellowstone, and we just explored Yellowstone. But then I felt compelled to go back a year later in 2021, and then I took a good camera, 
And I started taking pictures and trying to, you know, get, get good scenes. And I wasn't thinking about this project. But when I came back from that trip, I thought, you know, I'm taking a lot of pictures of trees, but not only trees, but dead trees, trees that clearly have been burned up or uh, just died or fell over or some of them are tipping over. There's this beauty of these trees that was stunning. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't a bug. It was a feature of the park because they leave them alone. It's not like a city park where they clear away the dead trees. They're part of the scene. And uh, the beauty struck me. So I went back one more time and did nothing but hike the high altitude trails and take lots and lots of pictures of these forms. And at that point, I was thinking, I want to do something with this. So that's that's I, I made three trips ending with that one. All right. Now, that is what's on display at the Arts Council beginning tonight, right? Yeah. Uh, these are, these are uh, portraits of trees, but they're also it's digital photography. And for those of your listeners who might not know, it's not a paintbrush. It's not a just a film camera. But I worked these pictures, layering them with many, many textures uh, from other scenes. In fact, many uh, texture scenes from the park, sky, rock, um, anything I can get my hands on that I blend these images together with the Photoshop algorithm. And I come up with these uh, images that, that are very unusual. They're just they're, – if, if you – if your listeners see them, they'll see they're they're not just straight photos. They're 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 it's artwork. Well, I, I obviously it, uh, Nick gave me one of your books. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, one of the my favorite things, you know, uh, you if you go to Hawaii and you see where volcanoes have erupted and these lava flows and these trees that are still in the lava, uh, Lindsay's always saying, "Why are you taking so many pictures?" There's just something that fascinates uh, me about that. And I think that's why I reacted uh, so positively to your work. I hope everyone comes out tonight uh, to see it. Now you're going to be there, right? I will be there. Um, I'll be there from 5 to 7. I'll make a short presentation on the main floor in the gallery. And then I have a 20-minute uh, slideshow I'll be giving upstairs in the classroom where I explain more about how I do what I do. All right. Hey, one uh, thing. Have, have you watched Trees and Other Entanglements, the documentary on HBO? No, I haven't. Check it out. I, I have a feeling it will resonate with you. All right. Getting it to my list. There you go. Eric, thank you very much. We'll see you tonight, and uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us today. Uh, I think people will really dig this. It, it, it's hard. Uh, I know we're, we're about theater of the mind, but sometimes you just visually have to see something. Uh, but it, they're alive in their death is the only way I can sort of subscribe or, or describe it having the book and having looked through all these pictures. There's an energy and, and something alive in the husk of these trees that are clearly dead. That's a very good description. And and uh, I've seen the prints actually here. I, I was at the Arts Council when, when Eric uh, dropped them off. High quality. They, they really pop off the canvas. Or How the much are they? I didn't catch the price of that. The books will be there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you could walk away with a book and then all different sizes from, I would guess like 18 by like 24 to even bigger than that. To very good looking stuff. Uh, it, uh, it should be a compelling, at least worth a, a look. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I mean, and he does, he has such a wide range. I was just at his website, which yeah. is ericveith.com. That's E I. E-R-I-C-H-V-I-E-T-H.com. Yeah. And you can check out some of the galleries that are there, whether it's nature or urban exploration. He does studio photography. He's got an eye for a lot of different, you know, I mean, people lump photography into like one thing. It's so many things. Yeah. And his process, the, the one thing I will say about him having known him so long is he's not somebody that just grabs a camera and goes, guess what? I'm a photographer. He's the guy that's, like he said, signing up for classes, exploring theory and trying to really like learn enough about it to even try it, uh, you know, as a, a respect to the, the art form and, and not just be like, ta-da, here's my, <laughs> my point and clicks. And so I really respect that about his efforts, uh, in, in, cre- in, in being creative. Yep, for sure. All right. I can't be there tonight, but I'm definitely going to be checking out the whole display awesome. and maybe want to own one. Yeah, that'd All be right. nice. That'd be nice. There's one that I think you'll love. It's, it's just a bright orange and pops off of a, a some standoffs on the back. It's like, uh, it's unbelievable. I had never seen it before. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, when are the hours? The uh, hours are Monday, 830 to 430, Tuesday, 830 to 430, Wednesday, 830 to 430. 
felt like there'd be an easier way to put all those together. <laughs> Thursday, 8.30 to 4.30. Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. I think you just say weekdays, 8.30 to 4.30. And then Saturday, 10 to 2. So those are the gallery hours uh, there at the Ann Lloyd Gallery at the Decatur Area Arts Council. But if you go tonight... You get a chance to meet the artist. That's five to seven this evening. Come downtown, support one of our local restaurants, you know, uh, have a cocktail, enjoy smart. Yeah. And you get a slideshow. Yeah. If you want to learn about the process, yeah. go ahead. You get the miniature version downstairs. And then afterwards, if you want to know more, you can do that. All right. One last break. We'll come back and wrap things up with Angela in studios. Here's Nick with your three day forecast. Today is going to be partly sunny, a high of 48. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 38 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.54. Daisy was abandoned and placed in foster care at 15 years old. Before I was adopted, I felt like I wasn't enough. I had a hole in my heart, but when my mom asked to adopt me, that hole was closed. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is changing the lives of teenagers lingering in foster care, like Daisy, who need a safe, permanent home now. You can help. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Show your love on Valentine's Day with a gift from Shop on Main or The Party Shop. Choose from our huge selection of balloons. Add a plush animal or a doula chocolate and you'll see big smiles. Prefer a piece of jewelry, fashionable purse, or sweater? Look no further than Shop on Main. Gift wrapping and balloon delivery available. And just for fun, join us for Galentine's on Saturday, February 10th. First 25 ladies receive a free gift. Specials and more from noon to 3 at many downtown merchants. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Did you get a chance to watch the uh, We Are the World documentary? No, but I watched We Are the World, and I did add it to my queue, so I, I'm looking forward to it. What do you mean you watched We Are the World? I went World? and watched the video again. Oh. Look at the sound up. And <laughs> Netflix has a documentary about the making of that song that is one of the most fascinating things I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, 1985, uh, I don't know that, that there will ever in the history of human beings be that big of a gathering of unbelievable superstars in one room I mean, all night. They did it after the American Music Awards. So, I mean, they were there at like 6 a.m. Uh, plenty of fighting, plenty of egos, <laughs> plenty of just great stuff. And it's all firsthand. I mean, you know, Lionel Richie's looking in the camera telling you. Bruce Springsteen's looking in the camera telling you. This is what happened. This is what happened. I mean, the, the participants are on camera today. I can't wait to see it. It's, <laughs> you, I, I think you'll appreciate it as much, but if you're from the 80s, I mean, you will absolutely, right? Yeah. There's a moment where Bob Geldof kind of shames all of them. You know, like, I mean, are you here to, like, feed kids or, or, or be, be divas? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what the funny thing is. It's called We Are the World, but we can't even get together as a room. Yeah. There, there's an argument where Stevie Wonder wants to put Swahili in there until somebody points out they don't speak Swahili in Ethiopia where the money's going. Oh, and the song isn't for them. It's for people to donate money. Over here. Over here. Where the money is. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just fascinating if you've ever managed you know like stuff that's hard to like put together and, and hold together and all the work and Lionel Richie deserves like I, I mean nothing but love and credit for like what he had to do yeah that's awesome yes herding cats and exactly that, like gigantic billionaire cats that are used to having everybody <laughs> fawn over them for everything uh, and then the, the the in the middle of it when Waylon Jennings decides to just walk out and quit because he's tired and he doesn't do Swahili it's not what you said, and like that, we lost weight. <laughs> and you know what? No one even knew he was there. Darn. Yeah, that, yeah. We got Dan Ack. We got <laughs> Willie Nelson <laughs> covered. Yes, uh, we got half of Waylon and Willie. Uh, all right, that's it for us. YMCA. Check them out. Go out and take a tour. 
Nick, have fun tonight. And uh, we'll be back in studios bright and early, bright and early, Monday, 6 a.m. If you missed any of the show today, podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get them anywhere you get your podcast. Easiest space is just go straight to nowdicator.com. Click on the podcast page. Have a great weekend. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. It takes a village. That was the message during a community meeting hosted by Decatur Public Schools yesterday at the Main Street Church of the Living God to discuss the fighting and violence happening within DPS 61 schools. Superintendent Rochelle Clark hosted the forum and invited DPS staff, community and church leaders and organizations to discuss the issue and provide more details on the district's zero tolerance policy that's led to a series of expulsions. A recent incident involved a fight at Stephen Decatur Middle School during dismissal that included both students and parents. 23 students have been expelled this year. Clark says they're asking for the community to get involved and be part of the solution by adopting a school or mentoring. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.